So welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show, and today we have got an awesome guest. Uh, she's a personal growth, a growth leader who's a famous teacher in this field, and it's going to give us a hell of a lot of insights and information to help us level up the way we think and the way we live our lives. So uh, very, very pleasure to have uh, Mabel Katz on the podcast today. So thank you very much for your time today. Hi, Charlie. It's great to be here with you. Um, so Mabel's coming all the way in from Los Angeles from the USA, uh, and she's going to go through her approach in terms of the zero frequency methods and the way you work inside of those bits and pieces. But do you want to give us a bit of a a brief background about yourself and maybe your history, if that makes sense. Sure. Okay. Well, I was born in Argentina. I lived here in Los Angeles for the last 37 years. And, uh, you know, uh, my life changed when I, and my oldest son talked to me angry as I used to talk to him. And I woke up that day and I said, Mabel, you have to do something. I realized I was looking for happiness in the wrong places. So um, I was a CPA in Argentina, licensed in business administration, two university titles. Um, I had everything that somebody thinks it needs to be happy, but I was not happy. And, um, and I started my search, you know, things started coming. When I made that decision, it's like things started coming and I got introduced to metaphysical, I did yoga, visualization, you know, and then, you know, I would manifest the same day, whatever I visualized. So I started tapping into that power that we all have inside of us to create the life we want. Uh, we are always thinking that it's, there is something out there, you know, that we need or that somebody needs to change for us to be happy. 100%. It's interesting what you say in terms of uh, you had everything you thought would make you happy and it didn't make you happy. Can you expand on that at all? Sure, sure. Okay, so my mother, for example, used to come to visit from Argentina and she would show me and says, look at the house you have and, you, and uh, new cars and uh, a husband that loves you so much and two beautiful uh, children. You know, and she says, what's your problem? Yes. Yes. I, and I always have money and I always have work as an accountant, uh, both in Argentina and here. I was very successful always. But, you know, there was some emptiness inside of me. There was some insatisfaction. Something was missing. And do you think there's a strong link between sometimes the expectations you have of yourself are always changing, maybe? Do you think that's part of the reason or maybe almost comparison syndrome, looking at maybe what others have and feeling that's what you need to aspire for? Well, I also call it the if syndrome, you know, if I had that, if yeah. I, you know, it's always looking again that you are missing something and, and actually you are going to find it only inside. It was that insatisfaction that, you know, the buying things, uh, having things, you know, living in a beautiful house, but thinking, oh, but there are better houses you know or bigger houses or or things like that so that that was the insatisfaction always thinking that you need something so then you buy it and you're still unsatisfied yes and said oh it wasn't here 100 percent. and is this something you have seen evolve over the years out of interest um yeah it changed a lot and i'll tell you why because for example one of the things that i realized i said oh, I don't need to own houses, you know? I could rent for the rest of my life. 
But then the universe also works on your favor, yes? I ended up buying the thing that I started renting. When I didn't qualify for the loan, for the mortgage, you know, where everything didn't really look like I could buy a property uh, for different reasons at that time. But um, I ended up buying it. I mean, a lot of things started coming that showed me that we are not alone. That's, that's the thing, I think, Charlie, uh, that, that looking for outside of your, yourself, uh, you miss what you are really looking for. That is that connection with divinity, with God, with the nature, with the universe, whatever you want to call it. For example, I was not a believer, okay? I didn't believe in anything. And when my life started changing, you know, and I started trying this letting go and trusting that I talk now about, um, things started happening to me. And I said, I think I'm not alone, you know, I think I have some help here. So I think that what brought me the most peace was realizing I wasn't alone because otherwise life is difficult. 100%. And do you think a lot of people almost sabotage themselves from getting to that sort of state, if that makes sense? Yeah, I think we are programmed somehow, yes? We are programmed and, uh, and even, you know, when we are little, we know better. But then we lose track and, and then we get into the material things. What is okay? Are you, what I tell people, I still love to have a good life. Um, it's not like, oh, now I live in a tent, you know, and, you know, and I wear a robe. That's not the point. The point is that you don't put them first, that you don't depend on those things to be happy. Then things come to you. It's like when you are happy and when you are at peace, suddenly things start working, you know, and things start coming to you and even effortlessly. With the obviously global situation that it is at the moment, it's probably been the most challenging year of, I think, human existence, probably since the world wars, to be honest. Um, has this, is this something you've seen a lot of people um, looking for maybe? Um, you know, it, it, this is actually a spiritual a big spiritual awakening and the only way we are going to find peace is if we start working with ourselves spiritually you know if we really connect with ourselves and and uh, start asking the right question you know who am i why am i here you know things like this i think that more people are awakening a lot of people still asleep program you know following news and things like that but I think there are a lot of people uh, waking up. Interesting you said that, because I was one of the things I was going to say, you highlight them was the news, and I was going to say, do you think people are very heavily manipulated now by the news, social media, and the things they see, and that um, gives them maybe a false sense of the things they need to have in life that will make them happy, rather than what will truly make them happy? Yeah, well, I think we were always, but now it's like um, extreme, exponentially, you yeah. know, or something. Or now it's really more in front. I mean, if you are awakened and you can see it, I didn't know really, uh, but I mean, right now it's so obvious, yes. And and the thing is, you see how people are like zombies, you know, like whatever they tell, you know, they they think that's truth, you know, and that's it. And, and suddenly we became sheep, you know, where, you know, we were, we are told what to do, where to go, when, 
and, and things like that. I mean, it, it is unbelievable. So I think, uh, I would say, you know, I heard this before. So uh, from a scientist, uh, Matrix, the, the movie, is a documentary. So, you know, I think we need to watch that. We need to watch Avatar, you know, the Pandora thing and all that stuff and realize what really life is all about. But I think we have to get out of the matrix, you know, uh, like Neo, when he realizes that he can stop the, <laughs> the bullets, you know, because of realizing who he was. So I think um, this is the time. This is our time, really. This is the time to set ourselves free but really set ourselves free. Yeah, I understand. I think it's, it's one of those things I've, uh, I'm launching a, like a mindset challenge to help people and raise money for charity uh, in a week or two. And one of the things that's on there is a task people do is like an hour's digital detox a day with no technology. And I think the amount of people who will struggle with that alone, not to have the phone up and scroll. I know. I'm, and, and I'm guilty too. Oh, so am I. I, I have, I'm guilty. I get bored and I just end up aimlessly looking through my phone for something to entertain me. But then that, that's the way we have been programmed by the geniuses who work for Facebook. Yes, amazing. Manip they're manipulating us. And yeah. we, are becoming, we are the products. We are becoming the sheep because of that. Yeah, we actually, that's, that's our problem right now, the telephones. You know, and uh, yeah, the, the, again, we are zombies plus... We are totally controlled by that. In, in terms and, and, and we don't have even any privacy or anything. I mean, you're not free anymore. 100%. Uh, funny enough, I was just talking to the, uh, the physio who was treating me, and I was saying I'm getting incredibly irritated by, um, completely off topic, the Apple iPhone now comes up and turns down the volume on your phone if you've been listening to music that's too loud for too long. And I'm like, I'm an adult, I'm 31 years old. If I want to deafen myself listening to music in the gym. You can decide, yeah. That's my own conscious decision. Like, people can smoke and drink. If I want to deafen myself listening to music exercising, that's my own decision. And I can't, if anyone knows how to turn this off, please message me because it's incredibly irritating. But wow. um, that's just an example of the control that's now coming in from... Yeah, I mean, how, how could they interfere you know or or know that you are listening to music very loud i mean i'm amazing i didn't i this is i have not heard that before yeah well, it's, it's just a, an example of the the endless examples of things that are going on at the moment to be fair but, yeah um coming back to the point of obviously like self-sabotaging beliefs obviously you have the like a zero sort of frequency method do you want to explain a little bit more of your system with that Yes. Okay. So I have to tell you, I started, I did a lot of things, Charlie, like I invite everybody, you know, to try different things and find what works for you. Um, for example, one of the things that I did that helped me a lot and brought me to Ho'oponopono that I'm going to explain now was rebirthing. You know, rebirthing is a breathing technique where you actually, uh, go back to your birth and see some decisions that maybe you took at birth that are affecting your life right now. Well, some people, you know, we could even go to past lives or whatever, or moments in your life when you were uh, a child also, and things happened to you and you made decisions. Um, because life is about decisions. You know, what you decide is what you manifest. You know, what you believe is what you manifest. So, um, it, I saw a lot of drama there because it was all about finding out who you could blame, yes? So it was, again, crying and things like that. 
And I thought there has to be an easier way. There has to be an easier way. And I found it in Ho'oponopono. Ho'oponopono is a very ancient Hawaiian art of problem solving that talks about 100% responsibility. And the day that really the, 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 the coin drop, I don't know if you know what coin drop means yeah, because you are very young. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, uh, when the, the coin drop, I thought, oh my goodness, I am 100% responsible. That's wonderful. I created it. I can change it. It's like I recovered the power, you know? I thought, oh my goodness, it's all up to me. So the, the universe is, is like a screen that is showing me the programs that are inside of me. Uh, most of them at the subconscious level. That's why people have a problem with taking responsibility, but it doesn't make you a sinner. You are not a bad person. You are just responsible. What is it in playing in my subconscious mind? You know, that shows up in the monitor. So, um, um, Ho'oponopono, I still teach. I've been teaching for, I don't know, over 20 years. I don't know how many. Um, but but I, I needed to, because I come from, again, the business world. I am still an intellectual person. And I thought, I need a way to kind of prove people that this works, you know, or show them with exercises, processes, things like that, so that the intellect realize this and is willing to take responsibility and let go. So I created the zero frequency trainings I've been doing for 10 years now uh, around the world. And I've been trying to write this book, Zero Frequency for 10 years. Um, so the idea with your frequency gives me the opportunity to give uh, processes or experiences more to your intellect. So because the, your intellect is the one that has the free choice, it's the one that is going to choose if it's going to take responsibility or blame, you know, keep blaming, complaining, waiting for something to change out there. And well, the thing you said there is experiences. And I think one thing I take from that is that... Um, the best way to learn is through experiences. And is that what you're really trying to teach people and teach themselves is that they, they almost self-discover this themselves and get led to the answer, if that makes sense. Yeah, I always tell people, you don't need me. You don't need anybody. You just need maybe the, the path, yes, to find yourself and to realize that you have everything you need inside of yourself. That, that's what set me free. You know, when I realize and I stop looking or trying to change, I mean, it's not like I don't do it anymore. Okay. <laughs> it's not like I don't blame or complain anymore, but, but I come back to present. I come back to myself as soon as I can. Yes. Because at least I, I'm doing it consciously now. 100%. And in terms of the zero frequency method, do you have anything that you could share in terms of a, a practical side of things people can use to maybe improve sure. your personal accountability? Sure. Oh. I'm going to first talk about Ho'oponopono okay. because your frequency yeah, is based on Ho'oponopono. Yeah, so Ho'oponopono could be as easy as, as repeating mentally. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Anything that can stop the stories, okay? And I'm going to explain it to you scientifically. Um, I don't know if you heard of Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor. She lost, uh, she had a stroke in the left side of uh, her brain. And um, she's a, a, a brain specialist. So um, she, re she 
she actually had to go to surgery and rehabilitation. I mean, she had to learn everything, to do everything again. And, um, and she writes this book, it's called My Stroke of Insight. And she says that we have 90 seconds when an emotion captures you. You know, if you don't engage in 90 seconds, actually the emotion just goes through your uh, bloodstream and leaves the body. The thing is why we can, it's so hard to let go of those emotions, yes, or reactions to problems. Because we keep replaying it here, you know, you keep thinking about it, you know, you, you, uh, you make it even worse and larger and then you regret for what you did or you didn't do or what somebody did to you or didn't. So um, the idea is that if you start re repeating uh, mentally, think, we use thank you, I love you and many other things I will share with, with you. But um, you actually come back to present. You are not replaying it here, yes? So it is about letting go. It is about allowing a part of you that can actually erase those things from your subconscious mind and, and bring you inspiration. So we use the thank you, we use the I love you. A lot of Ho'oponopono became famous for four phrases. I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, and I love you. A lot of people around the world using that. But actually, my teacher got just to say thank you, you know? And, and this part of you that I call God, that I found it inside myself, and I know we all have it, uh, can take care of your problems, can help you. It's a way of asking for help. But mostly coming back to present. Otherwise, here... We are always either replaying things that didn't work in our life, you know, past, or we are worried about the future. And really what we have is to come back to present. So Ho'oponopono and many tools that we have, that's what it does, yes? But sometimes it's not easy for people to say thank you or I love you or who am I saying it to or whatever. So zero frequency gave me uh, the opportunity, first of all, uh, to practice Ho'oponopono because when people tell you a problem, really the problem is yours. So as you are saying thank you and I love you, you know, you might be able to tell that person exactly what they can hear. Yes. Um, the other thing is about, um, again, realizing that you are 100% responsible. So in, C in the Zero Frequency book, I give you plenty of ways to go back to present. That is not only just, you know, uh, repeating something, but for example, um, get up and dance in that moment. Uh, take a deep breath. Uh, go and hug a tree, you know. Uh, listen to, to inspiring music or grab a book. Those books, you know, sometimes you read something and strikes, strikes you. So, you know, just read that part of the book or something. Realizing, living a more conscious life so that you can make decisions based on, on uh, conscious decisions, you know, better decisions. Um, so that makes complete sense. And do you think this is something people are becoming a lot more aware of now? And do you, uh, another question, do you think, because I think I think is the answer to this, that men struggle with this more than women, perhaps? I'm sorry, I missed the first part then. Do you think men struggle with this uh, ah. No, I think for men it's easier. Okay. That's why most, you know, in my training, there are mostly women. Yeah. And, and one day somebody asked me, and he said, and he said um, why we are always more women than men, you know? 
And in that moment, the answer that came that I thought it was perfect, it says, who are the ones that don't want to let go? The ones that keep replaying, you know, that don't forget, <laughs> you know, that don't forgive. You know, I think that for men, men can grab it easier, you know, and, and for men it's easier to let go than us. You know, we are always resisting. We don't want to let go. We accumulate. We, we don't forget. Again, you know, we keep replaying these things in our, in our life. 100%. So, that makes complete sense. So for, I think for men, it's, it's easier. It says, oh, okay, instead of thinking that, I just have to say thank you. Okay, same with, with children. I have a lot of children that come to my training, and they grab it like this. Or pe people say, how do I teach my kids? And I say, oh, that's easy. <laughs> well, they, they are less programmed than us. What would you say some of the obstacles are people really struggle with to overcome? Uh, well, wanting to be right, you know, the blaming part. Uh, the complaining, you know, the programming that we were talking about, you know, we are just a program like that. So you have to get out of the matrix and say, okay, you know, this is not okay for me. Um, enough is enough. Sometimes you have to get to your, to your life to that point, because otherwise, you know, you're comfortable, you know, you're kind of in your box, everything is working and because, you know, spirituality, Charlie, is work. People think that, oh, now we are so irresponsible and we don't care and we don't worry. You know? No, because spirituality is about, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to be willing to be different, you know, to call crazy, maybe, <laughs> you know. Um, you have to stop listening to what other people think of you. That's a big one, you know. And, and, and I'm talking about letting go and trusting in something you cannot see or touch, yes? So it's totally out of your uh, uh, control, you know? And I think it's probably out of a lot of people's comfort zones as well. A lot of people don't like, as you said, taking accountability for these things because a lot of the time it might show their imperfections, but people should maybe look at these imperfections as big areas to improve who they are and the results they have in their lives with whatever it is they're doing, their family, their business, their fitness. Yeah, but you know what, what this work does? It, it really shows you to uh, go back to loving and uh, appreciating and accepting yourself just the way you are. One of the things that really lift a big weight for me was realizing I didn't have to be perfect. You know, that was a big one for me. So letting go of, I don't have to do it perfect. You know, I don't have to be perfect. I, I have certain talents. For example, one of the things that for me is very important and I do it in all my zero frequency trainings, there is always a part to connect you with your passion, find out your talents. We all, you know, have unique talents. There are things, you do things I cannot, yes? So uh, the idea is, when you realize who you are, your talents, your natural gifts, now not only you can you know, learn to appreciate yourself, now you appreciate others because you admire and respect other people's talents that you don't have. Yeah? And, and actually this new world that we are uh, trying to create, uh, it, it is about uniting, it is about community. You know, so different talents, different ways of, of doing things. The, for people, some people out there, I know who listen to this, you might think, oh, I have no natural talent in anything. 
because uh, there's always going to be negative people like that. And I know you'll have treated probably loads of people. I worked with those people like that, so I say. Um, what would you say to them and what would you suggest in terms of finding their own natural talent? Um, I always ask this question, what would you do even if you don't get paid? Because you love it. What is easy? Because it has to be easy. Yeah, It has to be something that you enjoy. It's something that you say, how could I charge for this? You know, if it's easy, you know, no, how come they are going to pay me to do this? Yes. Um, I, I think that's the start point. Yes. What is it that you would do even if you don't get paid? When I was asked that, I was still an accountant. Okay. And, and, um, and, and I actually wrote down, I couldn't believe when I found my notes many, many years later. And it says, traveling the world, sharing with others what had helped me. I mean, I said, how did I know? So there is a part of us that is only just waiting for us to wake up, for us to make that decision. You know, okay, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I didn't know as much as I, I thought I did. So yes, for me, passion, for me, a perfect world would be one that we all do what we love. Yes, and then we will all have the resources, everything we need, it will come to us because we would be in that zero state, yes, of enjoying things where time, you know, you look and say, wow, what happened? Yes, because you are so, having so much fun. Out of interest, it's funny timing that we're having this conversation because it was nearly two years ago that I left my full-time job in a like real estate, as you said, in America, corporate career. Uh, to then work in fitness and follow my talents and what I enjoy doing. Uh, and at the time, I was terrified. I was terrified. And uh, it all worked out awesome. I'm very happy now uh, and incredibly grateful. Um, what would you say to anyone who's fighting that fear of maybe following their passion? That's a, that's a good question. And I, when you said that, I just uh, remember. When my career as an accountant allowed me to do a lot of things because I used to make very good money. So uh, allow me to do a lot of things, you know, and invest in this new career of mine. But at one point, one day I woke up and I said, I'm not preparing any more taxes, you know, and I called my kids and I said, I'm not preparing any more taxes, find another accountant. Um, but, I, but I had some income that was coming because I already had a lot of employees at that time and a big responsibility, so, and a new career. So, um, but suddenly the other income disappeared. So I said, how am I going to do it with a new career? I don't even have a title to do this. Yes. Um, and yes, I went into the fear. Yes, I went into the worry. Actually, my intellect, very logical, said, oh, you will have to go back to preparing taxes. <laughs> what it was the, the logical thing, yes. And, but suddenly, Charlie, I had another thought. And the other thought was, wait a minute. God knows why I'm here. God knows how much I need and when. I'm not going to worry. And you know, I was sitting here, and every time I notice, again, you have to be conscious to do that, yes? You, oh, you, you know, the fear was coming, the worry, the thinking. You know, I would look up and say, I'm not going to worry. Like a little child. You know, I'm not going to worry. Like, you know, saying the universe, okay, you take care of it because I don't know how. Yes. And I kept busy, you know. I, actually, I, I, I'm going to give a class where, no, I gave a, I gave a, my monthly class for my members. And I, the, the title was Get Busy. 
and live a free anxiety life. The thing is, we are not busy enough doing what we love. Yes. So we have too much time to go around here and, you know, analyze and think and everything. And that's what really drags you down. And that's what actually closed doors. So what I want you to, to know is I didn't have to um, fire anybody. Uh, I actually was able to hire more people to help me that I needed. Um, and the money always came from places I couldn't imagine, visualize, or anything, because everything was were emails, an email to buy the the copyrights of my books. I'm I'm a self published author, you know, and I sold it in I don't know how many languages. But it would be an email, and it would be a contract that they would send me via email, and I would scan and fax, or you know, whatever. I mean, everything was virtual, the money, you know, wire transfers. So I couldn't handle that, I mean, you know, manipulate that. You understand what I mean? Invitations from different places, so a contract would be signed, they would advance me money. So I knew that every time I had to pay, the money was there. I never knew where it was going to come from. And that's the trust that I'm talking about. I know we all have fear. We all worry. But when, if you are, if you are conscious and you realize, you say thank you to your fear. You say thank you or I love you. I'm busy. You know, Dr. Chirvati Taylor uses the thank you, but I'm busy. Or she says that she lets the left brain to, to vent. You know, nine to nine thirty in the morning and nine to nine thirty at night. The rest of the day, you know, oh, you miss your turn. <laughs> it's interesting what you say there in terms of the fear because I think. One of the big things people obviously are struggling with at the moment is obviously there's a lot of uncertainty in the world and people who run their own businesses or self-employed, like there is no certainty in terms of anything in that respect in life. Right now, no. And it's one of those things that we're all having to learn to live with and learning to, to just take for a ride. And as you said, like there will always be opportunities that come, but we just can't um, certify exactly what they'll be or when they'll be as you've experienced. Yeah, in, in uncertainty, and especially in the, the, in the times that we are living right now, I would definitely would say, hold God's hand and, and, and just go for it. You know, let go, trust, go with the flow, walk with the flow. I'm not talking about the program flow huh? <laughs> right now, but go with the, with the flow here, with what it feels right for you. You know, just let go of the thinking of the the right things, what is right, what is correct or things like that. We really don't know. Let go of wanting to be right, convince people, you know, have the last word, Uh, just choose to be happy. Do you think too many people overthink things? Yes, yes. I I still do it sometimes. Yeah, I mean, again, part of the programming and things, but you know, we have to become children again. We have to become children again, you know, and not worry so much. And, and again, go with, uh, be more spontaneous. It's interesting you say that because I've been doing some work with a psychologist and that's one of the things he's been talking to me a lot about is uh, your inner child and the spontaneity that comes with that rather than trying to be the ultra serious adult business person all the time you'll actually do a lot better in life if you have a lot more spontaneity about you and you have a bit more of a child's mindset. Exactly, exactly. We, we, you know, that's, that's the key. That's the foundation of a successful life, you know? 
trusting like when we were kids, you know, and, uh, and going with the flow and, and, and knowing that you are not alone. I think that gives you a lot of peace of mind. Do you think sometimes the, the overthinking can almost be like an addictive process and then that then makes it difficult for you to be present in the moment as well? Yeah, yeah. We, it's, it's an addiction. Well, thinking is, is an addiction. It's an accepted addiction, yes? So uh, analyzing. I always tell people the worst thing you can do when you have a problem is thinking or, or worrying, yeah? That takes you off present. That takes you off of that connection that you have. You, uh, they said that 80% of our business problems get resolved outside of business hours. You know, people sometimes, you know, get it in, the dream, in a dream when they are taking a shower in the morning, when they went for a walk or things like that. It, you know, those things, solutions don't come from thinking. Come from another creative part of you. You know, that again, that connection with the whole universe almost the subconscious yeah yeah so that it is uh and and like i said before is realizing that you have that connection that you deserve it that is your birthright you're not thinking oh no i'm less comparing yourself to others you know oh he's better than me or she's you know that is very detrimental for us and is this one of the things you cover in your your latest book is trying how to rewire your thought process in that respect Yes, yes. I have many books, but Zero Frequency, you know, is the, is the book for today's yeah. <laughs> day. Um, I, I realized when I went to the studio to record it, and I found the word pandem pandemic there, yeah. or the pandemia, uh, where I found homeschooling, uh, where I found changing the world, you know, doing, I talk about a, a peace pandemic. Yeah. you know, there and, and changing humanity and things like that. So, and, and getting contagious with this. So I thought, oh my goodness, no wonder this book was not published before. Yes, because this was a, a book for, you know, a, a great companion for you right now, because it gives you so many ways of letting go, of coming back to present or not worrying uh, letting go of anxiety and things like that. That was, that was my idea. Give you plenty of ways that you can find in different moments so that you can really be present. If you are present, you have everything that you need in this moment, you know, and you are not thinking, you are not worrying, and you are one with the universe. In terms of obviously one of the big things I've seen a lot of people struggling with at the moment, which you obviously cover in the book, um, is anxiety. Do you have any practical tips for the listeners? In terms of managing that? Well, I would use definitely Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor. You know, I can tell you other tools, but like she says, thank you, but I'm busy, you know? So realizing you're not the fear or the anxiety or the panic attacks or something, in that moment, just breathe and, and find your center, you know? And remember, so it is about the conversations that you have in that moment, yeah? So the idea is to stop the conversation. Um, so, um, uh, we have many different tools. That, uh, for example, we have one that is light switch, no? So turning on the light. So you have to realize that when, when you are anxious or whatever, the light is off. If you have a problem, the light is off. And actually it doesn't matter who turns on the light. It turns on for everybody. Yes. The light doesn't discriminate. And that's what you do with the thank you, with the I love you, with the, with the light switch. 
Um, and I use a lot of, I let go and trust. In those moments, you know, uh, I just, I let go and trust, I let go and trust, I let go and trust. I mean, you do it mentally, okay? <laughs> but I let go and trust, or like I told you before, I'm not gonna worry, I'm not gonna worry, I'm not gonna worry. So you are overriding the thinking, the overthinking, yes? Uh, you are letting go and you have more possibilities again from coming. Um, there is some uh, Bruce Lipton. Bruce Lipton was the one, I don't know if you've heard of him, uh, but he's the one that says uh, that Matrix is a documentary, yes, and that, that everybody should watch it. But also he says that we walk with two antennas, yeah, because he said the thoughts are not inside our head. Huh? <laughs> so so where, where, is, where are they coming from? Yes. And he says we have two uh, antennas. Uh, and you can always turn off this one, you know, change stations, I call it. Yes. And now you, have, you are connected with the whole universe, you know, and you know it all. Uh, and, and again, answers or solutions come from places you cannot even explain. So the idea is I, I do teach the, also this thing about changing stations. You know, that doesn't work, you know. That is not bringing you the happiness, the, the, the peace that you are looking for. Just change stations. The thought process as well, I think, that your thoughts aren't necessarily your own and the way you're manipulated by the media, I think, is quite an interesting... Yeah, right now it's scary. <laughs> I think it's, it's scary when, when you get out of the matrix and you observe, you say, wow. So I, I honestly, I look at people and I'm like, can you not see how you're being manipulated right now so badly? And it's, um, it's like there's a story about Stalin, for example, where he, he, for example, got a chicken and then he like plucked the chicken and put like pulled all the feathers off it, let the chicken go. So basically torturing the chicken. And then he put down um, like bird feed, chicken comes running back. And he's like, this is, he was like, this is how you control a population you like manipulate them in exactly the same manner you give them pain like give them lockdowns or whatever and then you give them the thought of something good like vaccines you go back to normal life and everyone obeys and everyone goes running at it and it's just an example of how people are, are being manipulated manipulated in my opinion yeah unfortunately people are buying into it i mean i mean it's, it hurts it hurts to see it yes and um, and how we were at least i was in the matrix too. I didn't know what it was going on. I mean, this is like the peak of <laughs> everything that is being done to us. So uh, we have a very important decision to, to make at this point, yeah? What are we gonna do? What we are gonna buy, you know? What path are you gonna take? Are you gonna, again, you know, believe in yourself and... Interesting thought, what's your opinion of where we'll end up going with this matrix situation of us being manipulated do you think that this will well i'll tell you more? since the elections here in us um uh, and everything that happens and everything that is going on i decided to close i never paid attention to politics before so and and i got totally involved you know with all the things happening and and that's what woke me up or what is really behind all this but uh, since this happened here, um, I, I realized I'm, you know, what can I do, yes? So what can I do? Work on myself, you know, more center on myself, doing more of what I love, get, being busy, you know, keep myself busy. 
and not get distra so distracted. And definitely watching news minimum, you know, maybe because it's, maybe there is something I need to know, but, uh, but realizing, you know, from distance, yes, and being able to see everybody, now is the same narrative. And they said, and they use the same words, you know, and they all, you know, so you have to watch, you know, and keep yourself informed, yes, but not through the news. It's one of those things that I say is you need to almost look at things with a bird's eye view from an abstract point so you can see from the outside what's going on, but yeah. don't get stuck um, in the middle of it so you can't see the wood through the trees, if that makes sense. Which exactly, is what exactly. And you have to, again, now really follow your, your instincts uh your uh intuition your inspiration and and everything and do what check with your body you know uh, and do what what works for you know what you are told 100 percent. to start to wrap things up mabel what would be the key thing you'd say to someone to help them with the situation at the moment in terms of following their own instincts and maybe finding their own inspiration well i think it, you know parallel to everything that we just mentioned there is an amazing opportunity for an awakening. Um, you know, the light is here too, you know, there is a lot of, uh, there are a lot of opportunity for us to wake up, to be ourselves, to create a new world, really, but a, a, a better world for us, yes? Uh, the, like an ideal world, that is a, the possibility, you know, that we have, and we have, we have, uh, to make that decision, you know, again, which one you are going to choose, you know, because it, right now it is between slavery or uh, declare slavery. We didn't know we were, but this is declare <laughs> or freedom. So what are you going to choose? You know, this is a, a, an amazing opportunity for us uh, that the universe is giving us. So um, right now, again, to be conscious as much as you can, go with your uh, feelings, your, um, what, what your body tells you. Um, yes, we have to take good care of ourselves. Yes, we have to, to keep, for example, one of the things is, you know, if you are not engaging with the fear and the anxiety and everything, your vibration and frequency is higher, yes? So you have less possibility of con getting contagious or, or things like that. So that's what you need to know that really the pandemic is about fear. It's not so much of the virus, it's about fear. For me, it's very important, um, especially for young people, um, to tell you, be yourself, trust yourself, believe in yourself, yes? And, and that in, in itself will get you off, off the matrix, you know, and, uh, and, um, and we'll give you the tools. You have everything that you need inside yourself. 100%. I think that's some uh, great advice to finish up on, to be fair, that you have all the tools inside yourself because it's something I learn more and more every day about myself. Uh, the more I learn, the more self-development I do. Yeah. You just unravel another layer. So that's fascinating. And, and do like Charlie. Do what you love. Go for it. <laughs> Feel the fear and do it anyway. You've only got one shot in life, so you need to take it. You don't get yeah, this off. is it. And this is it. <laughs> it's true, man, true. Um, thank you so it. much for your time today. How can anyone get um, in touch with you to find out some more information about you, information about your books and courses? 
you can you can go to zerofrequency.com yep. my page and uh, you have some uh, uh, started pack there if you want to know a little bit more you can go to mabelcats.com uh, also and you have some free resources a free Ho'oponopono video course um, I mean if you google me you are gonna find me the book is is in both pages and um, and I highly recommend it you can get a preview of the book too in the starter pack, in the zero frequency starter pack. Awesome, pleasure. Thank you so much for your time today, Mabel, and I hope you have a thoroughly successful 2021, which I'm sure you will. You too, you too. I hope everybody. Yeah. God bless. So that was an awesome episode of the podcast with Mabel. Gave a lot of thought and perspective in terms of the way we think and we see things in life, and particularly with the challenges that a lot of us are going through at the moment. So, if you found this insightful, helpful, motivational, and helped you today, please make sure you share this to your stories. Uh, tag myself, both, and Mabel, and please, please leave us a five star review. It helps us get more world class guests to help educate and inspire you. As always, if you want any help with your own fitness journey, you can hit the link below the call uh, below the podcast and you can book in your free six pack stretch call with myself and the CJ coaching team to help you become your ultimate version of yourself in 2021. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode.